Yo, 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 yo. This is a motherfucking emergency podcast. Yes, you are listening to Behind the Baller. And I was going to wait till the weekend wrap up, but I had some crazy shit just happen. About an hour ago, one of my friends, an actual friend of mine, happens to be infected with the COVID-19. He just got his test results back. This is my wife's best friend. Okay, she's a fucking bridesmaid. My wife's in our wedding. She is... um. Anyways, it's her husband, who is a friend of mine, who my wife has known for a long time. I've known for a decade. This is somebody who I know very well, and we're, he's going to basically break down everything that happened, while how, how he got it, you know, the whole process that's been going on, the how difficult it was to get a test, how he thinks he contracted it, which I think, I mean, it's the only fucking way, um, the whole craziness that happened during getting the test for coronavirus, COVID-19. This shit is fucking crazy. You guys, man, this right here is probably some of the best information. Not even fucking CNN, Fox, uh, MSNBC, NPR. None of those motherfuckers have something like this. Fuck this, Miles. No music. Let's jump right into this bitch. Yo. So, yo, you guys, man, we got my boy Rich on the phone. Uh, let's not even fucking sugarcoat, fucking play patty cakes and all that shit, bro. How the fuck did you get this? So it's really hard to say. Um, on the ninth, I woke up, it was Monday the ninth and I woke up with a little tingle in my throat. Um, previously I had taken a couple of meetings with, um, some people that had been traveling. They had been traveling all over Europe and I didn't really think twice about taking those meetings. You know, I had been listening. I know that you had been ahead of this talking about it in February. You know, I started falling down a little rabbit hole. I started looking into it in February, but I, I wasn't like taking it seriously, you know? Um, right. And yeah, like I said, on the ninth, woke up, a little tingle in my throat, kind of did a little <clears throat> and uh, went about my day. So then, Mar- March 9th, uh, you're talking about? Yep, March 9th. And when you say a tingle, I mean, a lot of people say it's like a tickle, right? Yeah, you know, like I cleared my throat. I really, I, honestly, I thought I had allergies. Um, I, you know this. I moved back to the East Coast after living in Southern California for 12 years. Right. Um, and the, that week, that weekend before the ninth, it got hot. And it was cold, and all of a sudden it got hot. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm adjusting back to that four seasons that we're used to in the Northeast. Because I'm out in uh, northern Westchester, upstate New York. And Holy shit. You know what, Rich? I just re- I'm just i sorry to cut you off. I just realized right now, motherfucker, I was in New York when you were taking those meetings. That's correct. You were. Holy I shit. Remember, dude, we were going to have lunch, and yeah. you were, like, mad busy, and I was like, Thank dude, fucking yeah. God I didn't meet up with you. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> nah, Holy I shit. remember that. You were in New York that week. Holy fuck. I'm just looking at my calendar right now. I just looked at my calendar. I just saw that I was in New York until the fucking 6th. Holy shit. Okay, so I'm so yeah. sorry. So, so you're, no, you're, taking, right. you're taking meetings. Um, yeah, I took, I took a meeting with someone who I knew had been traveling all over Europe for the two weeks before I met up with her. Um, and I really didn't think twice. So Now, I know that this fast- doesn't matter, but I have a question real quick. I'm sorry. Was yeah, this person, uh, she Asian, she's, she's white, Spanish? No, this, this is a white girl. Okay, white girl. And she'd been traveling all through Europe. Do you, do you have any idea roughly what country she was in? 
I don't. I know she was definitely in London, and she said she had been throughout the UK. Okay, so she wasn't but in Italy then. She didn't mention Italy, but I know that the company that she represents does have an office in Italy. Okay. So I don't like. We didn't get that far in the conversation. We didn't talk about it, but like I knew she had been traveling all over Europe because uh, the company that she represents has. Um, has facilities throughout Europe, including in Rome. Okay, so Rich, let me ask you a question. When you guys took these meetings, you and this girl, right? How far would you say you were from her? I mean, she was, we were sitting across from each other at a cafe. So, you know, maybe two feet. Jesus Christ. So you guys uh, sitting two feet. I mean, now, you said you met her multiple times or it was just met one time? We just met one time. And then five days, five, six days later, is when I woke up and I had a tingle in my throat and I had to clear my, I clear, you know, I woke up and I did a, <clears throat> you know, kind of clear my throat, took some water and I was like, huh, that's weird. And I, I went about my day and I worked out that day. Like, you know, I was, okay. For shit, the, I think I went to Costco that day. Jesus like, Christ. Listen, for the record, uh, how old are you? 38. 38. You're in good shape. As far as you know, you're yeah. in good health. You exercise, right? Yep. You go to the gym, you, you run, all that stuff, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, you, you've always been, you know, like, like slim dude. Yeah. I've never seen you with the fucking gut and nothing. Um, nah, do you have definitely. any, any pre-existing health issues? So I am prone to getting bronchitis. So I don't know if you know this, but if you get bronchitis, basically every time you get the flu, chances are it's going to develop into bronchitis. Jesus. So I get bronchitis once a year for like the past few years um and i deal with it and it's a shitty week and you know i'm i'm laid out and i get better just like any other flu right and but i'm being bada boom i'm good but to go th this wasn't that though like but you this felt wasn't that and i exactly i knew this was different because a few days in after that tingle i went up the flight of stairs at my house and my legs were achy now <laughs> oh, i go running i go running three four days a week i'm putting in miles and my legs don't hurt. Like, I've been on that regiment for maybe 10 years, running, you know, anywhere from yeah. 8 to 12 miles a week. So a flight of stairs, that doesn't do anything nah, to me. And, on, of course. And I was achy. And I said that to my wife. And I was like, something's not right. Like, speaking, I shouldn't. Speaking of your wife, I man, I, I already I talked about this in the intro to this emergency podcast. And by the way, let me say thank you again so much, even though we're friends. Thank you very much for doing this because this is going to bring so much more awareness to listeners, to everyone around. This This will go outside just even my general demographic. You know what I mean? People need to know. No, of course, that brother. Of course. You're, you're a young dude. So listen, speaking of your wife, right? And my wife, I don't even care if my wife gets mad at me. It is what it is. Our wives get mad at us. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is my wife calls your wife her wife. So, you know, yep, that's right. That's right. If people so, don't know how far back we go. My wife was a bridesmaid in your wedding. Like, yeah, you and I go back. And not just that, dude. I mean, my wife has known you for 15 years. Yeah. So, yeah, so, absolutely. so anyways, your wife didn't take this serious at first, correct? Correct. Yeah. So tell me, like, what was her attitude about this? Like, you know, in, in, in like mid, late February, whatever. Yeah. She thought that, uh, you know, I was kind of buying into the hype. Um, my whole family did really, no one really, um, was given it the seriousness that I was scared that, that I was given it. Um, you know, I don't want to say that they thought I was being 
paranoid crazy, but they definitely thought like, you know, wow, Rich is really, uh, he's really going for it with this one. And I'm like, guys, like, I'm just letting you know that this is existing and it could very well end up here. Never in my wildest dreams at that point in February did I think that I was going to test positive, you know, right. a month later. Okay, so did you get anyone else sick in the house? I, unfortunately, I have. I mean, you know, and that's to say if it was me that got that, you know, started it, you know, uh, I hope it wasn't. Um, but it looks like it probably was. And both my parents who uh, live with us, they're also sick Fuck. and they're getting tested tomorrow morning. Um, my grandmother is 84. She went into the ER this past Monday and we're waiting on her test results now. Um, Fuck, so, man. yeah, my wife told me that that ambulance came and got her. Right. And like it was. Yeah, she was uh, she wasn't really, <sighs> you know, handling her bodily fluids. And when they brought her in, she had one hundred and two temperature. Um, you know, she's 84 respiratory issues. Like she is like the type of candidate that, yeah, that's you know, fucking not good. It's not it's not a good situation. It's like London. You know, it's just bad respiratory exactly. overall. So exactly. let, let me ask you a question, man. What was the test like, like getting to test? So I called the hotline on, I wanted, on Monday morning and on Wednesday afternoon, this past Wednesday afternoon, they called me and said, we can get you in for a drive-through test. This is where it's at. Now, where, where they told me it was at was about a little under an hour from my house. Fuck me. So I was like, you know, it is what it is. Hopped in the whip, headed over there. And, um, I pulled off the eggs. As soon as you pull off the exit, there's just cops and troopers and, uh, they're directing you. And then, you know, I'm like following their direction of where they're pointing. And I get to a point where it's a, a army guy in a hazmat full fatigues underneath the hazmat. And I pull up to him, like he tells him, gives me the stop signal. Right. So at that point I go to open my window big mistake. He says, roll your window back up. I will take out my pistol. Keep your window back up. Totally scared the shit out of me. I was like, what oh, the fuck? Shit. Dude, they had set up this like about a dozen white tents in this open area in this park. All army dudes, all hazmatted out, wearing the plastic over their face. And at that point, I was terrified. So I was like, okay, right. what do you want me to do? He told me to put my ID against the window. I put my ID to the window. He looked at his list and he said, okay, follow, go straight up to that person. Went to another person. They told me, write your phone number on your phone. Hold that up to the window. I did that. They're like, okay, go straight up to that person. Went to someone else. They showed me all my information. And they were like, verify all this is correct. I did that. And they're like, okay, continue driving to that person. Now I'm under a tent that I'm driving through and it's these uh two women same deal uh army fatigues full hazmat plastic over their face and they tell me open your window 4 inches and lean towards lean over towards the window so that we can put this up your nose or so that you can uh, they give me a paper towel they go blow blow your nose take this paper towel blow your nose with the window closed then open it 4 inches and then put your face towards the window so I did that. And then they stuck this little rod. It was like a the thing that it kind of reminded me of a baby bottle cleaner. 
Um, yeah, I know what that is. And they stuck it all the way up my shit. I felt like it tickled my brain. <laughs> Instinctively, <laughs> how, like... How, how, how long would you think this is? Eight inches? Ten inches? Yeah, probably like eight inches, dude. Like... Pause. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it doesn't It's uncomfortable. Hurt right. isn't the right word, but crazy uncomfortable. And, it, and like your eye just starts tearing because like it's right. up there past the duct. Right, right. Um, God damn. And then they took it out and they put that in a little vial. She's like, close your window. Close my window. And she said, okay, in 48 to 72 hours, we're going to call you and we're just going to say yay or nay. And then someone from the health department is going to give you a call back. And I was like, okay. And then they're like, go. Went on my way. Same deal exiting. They're like directing you on where to go. Um, shit was kind of like, dude. It was, it was, it was scary. It was like, super, yeah, it was like very much on lockdown. Like I left and my heart was just racing. Fuck. Um, Tell these people how, how hard it was to get a test. Like dude, real shit. So that test that I took was on Wednesday at 4 PM. I had gone the Friday before I went to urgent care cause I spiked the temperature, um, at urgent care, right. told them my symptoms and they did a flu test. The flu test was negative. And right. the doctor looked me in the eye and said, do you know if you've been in contact with someone that's been to any of these countries? And I was like, I don't think I have. And I wasn't really thinking about that meeting I took with that person oh, in Europe at that time. Yeah. I, like that's just, No, I get you. I hear you. You know what I mean? As time has gone by, I've been like rethinking every one of my steps. Yeah. So they're like, have you been around anyone that's tested positive? And I was like, no. And they're like, all right, well, we don't think you have it. You probably have allergies and a head cold. So... I went about my way. I left there. And of course, my wife was like, you see, nothing to worry about. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm still freaking out. And I told her, you know, this isn't whatever they think it was. Like, I've had allergies. I've had a head cold. I'm telling, I'm telling you this is different. So um, my mom gets me the number to the CDC emergency hotline. Yeah. Uh, after waiting for 45 minutes, get somebody on the phone and I talk to them and they, they say, we're going to ask you five questions. Question one, have you been in contact with anyone that has been traveling to any of the countries that are on lockdown? Not, not that I know of. Question two, have you, um, been in contact with anyone that you know is tested positive? Not that I know of. Then they said, question three. Have you been tested for the flu and come back negative? And I said, yes. And then, and she paused. She was like, oh, okay, I'm going to transfer you to the task force. And then I got transferred, and then they set me up for an intake to get my test scheduled. So that all happened on Saturday, and I didn't get tested until Wednesday. So, okay, so check this out. Just to recap, on March 9th, which is a Monday, you got a tickle in your throat. Yep. On Friday, you decided to say, fuck this, I'm going to urgent care. You got tested for the flu. That was whatever, boom. Then on Saturday the 14th, you finally made the phone call. Wednesday the 18th, you got the test. You got your yep. results. And now... I got my results today. So it was a bitch to get tested. And you yeah. didn't even fucking realize that obviously you had this... Fu By the way, did you tell... Have you talked to that girl yet and told her? Yeah, I did. And what did she say? She's going to go get tested or what? Yeah, I mean, she. Uh, I left a message. Jesus Christ! I mean, think yeah. about it. Your grandma's not going. Who the fuck is? She? I mean, no offense. What is she gonna go see somebody from Bingo? Like she didn't go. No, dude, it had to be you, bro. You know. 
Yeah, no, for sure. She, I mean, she goes to her senior center every day. But I mean, um, fuck, dude, fuck yeah. me, man. I hope she didn't fuck. It. That's just crazy. So you get the tickle on the ninth, um, which maybe is the first time you're symptomatic, right? And then, yeah. you know, um, did the doctors or anybody tell you how long you'd have this for? Or like, you know, what I'm saying, do you think? Because like, there's people. There's a guy here in Valencia, California, which is next to Magic Mountain. He was on that Princess cruise ship in Japan, and he uh, he's had it for 37 days or something like that. This shit's crazy, you know. So like. I'm just curious. Do you think you're going to be better? Well, the 23rd, which is Monday coming up, that'll be your 14th day. Don't you think you've probably been, I mean, do you think you're better? Do you think? So, so yesterday was the first day that, uh, I felt like I started to feel somewhat improvement in my, uh, in my body from last Friday to Monday, I was sleeping like 16 to 18 hours a day. Jesus Christ. Dude, like, I was knocked out. Um, and yesterday I woke up and I was able to smell something. I hadn't had, I hadn't really had a sense of smell. Like I wasn't congested, but right. I had no sense of smell. Right. Did you so, do that? Uh, did you do that 10 second test to hold your breath? Yep. I tried doing that. And at the 10th, at the 10th second, I started hacking. Fuck man. Yeah. So, so let me ask you, are you quarantined right now? Like, are you quarantined in the house? Like, are you trying to be aware? I am. What? Okay. Yeah, I'm quarantined in the house. I've been rocking the face mat. I, I started taking the precautions as soon as I thought to myself that this could be something different. I right. started staying away from my kid. You know, I have a one and a half year old. Yeah. Um, you know, wearing a mask around everyone else in my house and just being on everyone to wash their hands. Really starting to really trying to get everyone to take it seriously because right. I, you know, there was so much unknown. Did you use like um? Were you using like? Were you washing your hands prior to this and sanitizers and all that stuff and everything? Yeah, I've always kind of been like a somewhat of a germaphobe. Yeah, you know I am heavy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, like I was, you know, type of person who always had like a little. So my to question go is this: with me. because I've always, I've been studying like that dude, home fucking green, whatever the fuck his name was, fucking all these other epidemiologists, virologists, doctors, and everything, right? And boom. And the crazy thing is, when you went to met with this girl. You didn't have a mask on, correct? That's correct. Okay. He, that dude, fuck, what's his fucking name? The fucking home grid or home drain or home fucking burger or the fuck his name is. He's a, a insane expert in uh, infectious diseases and stuff. <laughs> and he had said, um, he was talking to Will Smith and Jada Pinkett on her Red Table talk. And they're all sitting around a table. And he said, you know, just casually sitting as you guys are right now, if one of you guys are infected, please believe that all you guys would get it right now just from a casual talk. So, I mean, you know, you don't think about how far you're spit. Sometimes you don't see it. You, you, most of the times you wouldn't see how far it could spit. So, I mean, you're, you're a couple feet from her and boom, you know, you inhaled it and that's where it is. You know what I'm saying? That was, you weren't yeah. wearing a mask when you met her. No, I wasn't. You know, you just, you never fucking know, you know? Yeah. And she, and you know, she was in a, quite a few airports like the week prior to my meeting with her. She and, had been and, and you bro, know, through a few airports. I was at JFK, dog, rocking a full mask, rocking the goggles, fucking wiping down the seats and everything. And, bro, a lot of motherfuckers got sick around that time. It's like, you know what? Boom. And, you know, London got hella sick and we had to fucking yep. deal with that. But, but question, did the doctor tell you that, what, you know, when you'd be clear? Like, did, did, when the person called you, they say, hey, like, did they give you any instructions? Like, what to do? So, so yeah, right now they told me that I have a seven-day lockdown they're, they consider when you get your uh, test result back as that being day, as the day that you get your results is day one. Okay. So now from today, 
I have a seven day lockdown. And now in seven days, I'm going to get retested pending. I don't have any symptoms or my, uh, and my, uh, temperature doesn't spike again. Okay. And that means, and they also told me I can't take anything because if I take anything, if I take Dayquil or Tylenol and I don't get a, uh, a temperature, it could be a tribute to those things. So I can't take anything. It's got to be an all man. natural. Yeah. So now I'm like, I've been kind of living off of Dayquil, to be honest. Bro, and fucking, I, love, I have Dayquil in the house at all the fucking times. I'll take that right? shit when I get a little bit of cold here. And I don't like being sick, bro. Dude. You know? And honestly, like I've been, my head has been like kind of going crazy, not knowing what's going on. And like NyQuil is the only thing that's been able to get me to knock out. Yeah. Fuck, man. So let me ask you a question, man. Like, did the CDC contact you directly or anyone like that or nah? Yeah. So the people that contacted me with my results was the Department of Health. So every uh, county has a Department of Health that is uh, basically paid for by the CDC. So they're the ones who contacted me and gave me my results. They told me, you're going to be quarantined starting today. Like, I was like, you know, I've already been quarantined myself. And they were like, yep, today is going to be day one, day zero. And then in seven days, if you don't have anything else, uh, we're going to retest you. And then the day after that, I'm going to get tested again. Jesus Christ. Um, so they said they're going to do back-to-back tests, seven and eighth day from today. Um, that's where they left it off on that initial phone call. So let me ask you a question, man. Not to, not to bring up behind the baller, but I'm just being real with you. Yeah, wouldn't you say that one of the one of your first sources of information for COVID nineteen was from my podcast? Yeah, without a doubt. It's fucking crazy. So, so with that said, do you? So think... I had heard about it a little bit here and there, but no, right. no, nothing like no one of any like platform or substance that was gonna like you know get people to listen or anything like that. Yeah. So, do you think now? How people are saying, oh, man, it's a conspiracy. The government's trying to fear you guys, you know, put you guys in fear. I mean, obviously, what do you say about that now? Man, that's it's just a real stupid, stupid way to look at it. Like, I don't there's a lot of people out there that I guess ignorance is bliss is the way they live their lives. Man, that's uh, I mean, what would you ir- say if you could talk to some, like you see these spring breakers, they're reckless as fuck. They're in Florida. They're young. Yeah. Like they're yeah. not taking serious. Like, what would you say to them? Seriously, man. Yeah. Stop being fucking selfish. Um, honestly, if people want to hurt themselves, that's one thing. But the situation is going on right now. Going out there and acting like that, you're putting other people at risk. People yeah. don't know about yeah. the condition that like your son has or that my grandmother has. And you're just like, you know, if you want to off yourself, if you want to kill yourself, <laughs> you put a bullet directly in your head. You don't jump out of a fucking window where you can land on other people. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. No, I hear you, man. It's crazy. I didn't think about it like that. But, like, you know what's crazy is, um, again, these people have zero fucking clue. They're just really that fucking stupid. And you know, I've brought it up so many fucking times. It, it, it literally is the most frustrating thing in the world. You got stupid-ass people like Dr. Drew saying, oh, this is not warranted. This is People are just going crazy. Even other people who have enormous <laughs> platforms who don't get it. You know, I'm like, listen, yeah. man, this shit, is, this shit is serious. So... My last question yeah. to you, bro, is the most important. Is your son safe? Is he good right now, as of right now? Isaiah is perfect so far, which is, you know, obviously it's a huge blessing. Um, I've been really, really good about keeping away from him and uh, 
you know, using disinfectant on his, all of his gear, like his, you know, his little stuffed animal, his pillow, washing his, I've been doing his laundry of his bedding every single day for the past 10 days because I don't know know what I have. The good thing is that because he's healthy, you know, I have I have a child with, with compromised health, but I mean, because he's healthy, you know, the healthy kids, doctors, scientists, they can't figure it out. They're just resilient, and they're just they just um they're like they're not immune for it completely, but they're it's just a rare thing. So that's a blessing. Um, yep. Rich, What's I don't want now? you to, I don't want you to use too much more of your voice, bro. I can't <clears> tell you how much I fucking appreciate this and you informing you know my listeners and everything else, and and I'm gonna keep continue to use my platform to let people know that this shit ain't no joke, and obviously, you know. The good news is you got it now, and fucking hopefully, you know, um, you ain't got to worry about all the bu- bullshit that I've also got to deal with for the rest of the fucking 12 months or whatever long it's going to fucking take. Yeah, man, you know, hoping that, uh, hoping I'm on the up and up. I feel like I am um, getting the information that I'm positive with this while I felt like I was in recovery. You know, there's goods and bads to it, but overall, like, I got to have a positive outlook, and of course... Nothing is more important than knowing that my son is okay so far. So, no, oh, dude, that's uh, fucking amazing. And um, yeah, if there's anything else you need from me, brother, just hit me up. And uh, again, Rich, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Most definitely. Thanks, man. Don't stop, my brother. All right, late. So, man, there it is. I really gotta gotta thank my boy Rich again. Um, yeah, man, in New York State, this is uh crazy as fuck. This shit is crazy, highly contagious. People, don't take this shit lightly. Um, please be safe. Continue to wash your hands. If you have a mask, wear one. Um, wash your hands, obviously, number one, if you're on the go. But I don't know why the fuck you'd be on the go. But use sanitizer. And again, be safe. Um, make sure you let everybody know about this emergency podcast episode. Very special. Now, Miles, let me hit a little bit of Lakey Lake. We out, y'all.